This episode is brought to you by our patrons, Storm and Suro. If you want to support an episode, head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for $10, you can get your name at the beginning of an episode, too. We also got plenty of other fun stuff over there. Thank you, Storm and Suro, for sponsoring this episode of Power Playthrough. Listening to Power Play through a Ranger Review Podcast. I am coming to you live from the Ranger Room in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan, and with me from the Lightning Collection Lair is my partner in crime, Alfredo. Oh, whoa. that did, did that like it all came back. It all came did back. Did I do to it right? You. you did it right. You did it fucking sterling. That was incredible. I mean, like I guess like it's just like riding a bike, huh? That old fucking adage. Like riding a goddamn bike, sir, is what I'll you I'll be just, honest with you. You did the, the, the podcast version of that. I listened to an old episode earlier to see if I could. Oh. <laughs> but I listened to I, the episode I listened to. I happened to get tongue tied like 11 times while doing it. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I would remember how it came out. Like it's it's basically the same thing that happens to me. Anytime I have to draw upon, like, that part of my mind for little little factoids and shit, you know? Yeah. The, the little things with, where... Kind of, like, I don't want to say I'm known for it, but among my closest friends, they'll, they'll hit me up. You know, like, Tony was like, Freddie, what was, what, was, what was Edge's first promo again? How did it go? Because he was, like, at, at a wrestling show. And he and like he was talking to someone about that, and they're talking about like Edge with his first promo with the Brood and shit like that, and like how to go, and yeah, like stuff like that. Like you just draw. Did you happen to watch uh, any of Day One? Yes, me and Tony actually watched Day One, uh, on on a call. Yeah. Oh. I was watching it too. Oh shit. <laughs> well. Uh. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> I was watching it while editing, so I wasn't really listening to it. Right, right. But, uh... Uh, fun show. Bruda, Bruda, Edges back. He, he busted out the Brood music at... Was it Hell in a Cell? Somewhere else he busted out the Brood music, too. But, like, fuck, man. Okay, 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 okay. Just because just just cause he brought it up. I was saying to Tony, I mean the luck or the the batting average the the streak whatever you want to call it that man edge mm-hmm. he is so privileged when it comes to theme songs yeah he's had like four theme songs and every one of them has been a certified banger i mean like like thinking about like starting out with the brood fucking theme yeah. which is one of Irrefutably, one of the greatest fucking theme songs in wrestling history. Even if you don't fuck with WWE, even if you didn't fuck with that WWE, even like yeah, even if Western wrestling isn't your thing, whatever be the fucking case, whatever box you tick, you listen to the Brood theme song, your head will be knocking. That shit is incredible. That shit is so fucking cold. That theme song fucks and will always fuck. But like. From then on, you know, like you know, getting the "You Think You Know Me" one, where the the, the original kind of like house trance sounding one, industrial trance. I don't know, don't know my fucking EDM genres, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, and then going on to the fucking the Rob Zombie thing, yeah, the Rango, five ninety five. You know, that yeah. song. That song's fucking great. <laughs> and then you know, getting Metal Lingus, which has been his fucking theme since. Damn. Damn, Edges had just amazing fucking themes. None of them have fucking missed. I'm sure there's like a theme I'm not thinking of in between there. He may have had like a different band. 
like doing or may, he actually may have had two rob zombie phones rob zombie phones <laughs> channel a little bit of basketball head there i don't know why he may have had two he may have had two rob zombie thongs what were there's like uh, there's like it was like the never gonna stop me one and then the yeah he may have had another one but i can't i can't confirm it right now but Ed just had some great fucking themes, man. And the Brood theme song. What about uh, Rated RKO, the one that combined Metalingus and Burn in My Light? Well, you got two great fucking songs and they're edited well together. Yeah. Good. Good. Good shit. Yeah, Ed just had the those four theme songs and then the mashup. Yeah. Good shit. Burn in My Light. Do you prefer that one or do you prefer... Or do you prefer, uh, what's it called? Just voices? Voices in my head? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm tired of voices in my head. Yeah, I, like, we're at this point now, if Randy busted out Burning My Light, that would get a tremendous pop. Like, um, I like his, I like his current theme. It's fucking iconic now. Um... And it, it's very, very fitting. It works. Everyone knows it. Everyone gets hyped for it, you know. But if he busted out that fucking old theme, man, mm, that'd be good. Not, it has such a nice build, too, you know. Oh, I'm listening to it right now. Like, like the, ooh, that shit's good. That shit's real good. Man. I think that he would get the. I think that he would get just as big of a pop as uh, John Cena did when he came out to the Thugonomics theme. <laughs> they both have incredible builds. Like in, um, they both have like unmistakable, kind of like uh, just like opening chords or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm not a musician, but they they both have that footprint. When they come in, it's just like, oh shit, Casino has the uh, like like and then they get, like the 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 fucking ward the, life, yeah, like the violins coming in, yeah, yeah, like like yeah, like it's so good, it's so good, like so <laughs> oh, I love that, I'm I'm getting goosebumps like like uh like just thinking of that fucking moment. That's a great fucking moment. Music is powerful, man. Like especially, especially when it's tied to something, you know, like uh, in your baby like, brain. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know this. Maybe you do. It's been about a year and a half since we've recorded an O-Ranger episode. And we picked a hell of a time to just stop in the middle of a two-parter. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it is kind of significant what's going on, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we just came back, and it's just like everything's gone to shit. Like, and everything is it, real bad. It's real bad mm-hmm. for him. Bacchus Rap. That guy's, uh, he big now. <laughs> Today we are talking about episode 34 of Chorky Sentai O-Ranger, The Emperor's Final Challenge, originally airing November 3rd, 1995, written by Hiroshi Asoda, directed by Takao Nagaishi. Uh... Because you heard the last episode last week, we don't really need to go over what happened, but Bacchus Wrath is nice and big. Bacchus big now, yeah. Bacchus big. Uh, He's got a sword made of space steel, and he's here to conquer the O-Ranger. It kind of looks, that sword almost looks a little like the It is, yeah, it is the the Jew-Ranger Godhorn for sure. They just filled in the little bits that are carved out. Yeah. Yeah, that's it really, really, it has the same profile as it. So, and it, oh, I mean, you know, you got to save money where you can. It, it looks good. They, 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 they use the same mold. And, and I'm sure see. they had plenty because they were shipping shit over <laughs> to America to film. Um, Like you said, it's been a, been a while for us. It's been a while for us and kind of hopping right back into uh, O-Ranger and the vibe of O-Ranger. And, re- and like, I'm immediately remi- reminded like, oh yeah, this show had like a real tonality issue. Yeah. Because it, it, it does. 
hardest fight scenes. Yeah. I, I'm not like hardest fight scenes, but like the best choreography for fight they're, scenes. They're, they're very, yeah, they're very professional, very crisp, um, just entertaining, uh, mapped out well and all that. And, well, like the, the, so they do the, they do the goofy from time to time and we love that. Mm-hmm. And then they do the, the serious shit, which is supposed to be like a matching in tone to the, the first Super Sentai series. This kind of very, um, Thunderbirds go feeling, uh, fantasy serial, you know? Like, it, it, it's got some real cheesy shit going on in there, and I'm just, like, immediately re- reminded of what O-Ranger does. And it's not a problem. Not a problem by any means, but fuck, man. Like, thinking of... Formulate my thoughts. <laughs> Formulate thoughts for speak. Freddy? Oh, I completely lost it. Yo, we've been we've been doing this show for a while, and like I said, it's been a year and a half in between recordings for O Ranger. But the entire time we've been doing the Patreon podcast, you'd think we've gotten better at this. <laughs> hold on, stay with us. We'll, we'll hold on. Let me. We'll 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 get it. We'll write it. Uh, what I'm what I'm thinking is is that like jumping back in into. It's weird because, like, when they do the corny or the cheesy or the goofy, it doesn't feel as 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 um, tacky as the serious stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel as, like, kind of ham-fisted as the serious stuff. Not to say that's always the case. I remember a few episodes where the serious stuff is, like, done pretty well. But this definitely, definitely feels like they nailed what they were going for with the homage to the older series. But like, fuck, man! It's like aped a little too closely. I, I loved, I loved and hated the you have to bring your spirits and hearts and minds together. So you'll do it by cutting through these helmets. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah. you're not going to be able to combine these robo oh. unless you're able to split this helmet. <laughs> it's it's some real abstract shit going on. Yeah, with with uh, chief, with, with chief, chief Mira, with chief Mira, um, did you forget all the characters' names? No, ding, I didn't forget Goro, and I didn't, I didn't forget uh, Momo, um, but I will need to open this real quick. I had it earlier. I had it fucking. I had it earlier. Right, so get off my fucking back, Yuji. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's one. Shohei, yeah, okay, okay. Alright, what's like up? what's mama's name? Yellow mama. Let me let me let me click view ten plus more. Uh Jerry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Chief's fucking reasoning is but fucking ridiculous, dude. Yuji goes out there with the blockers because like what are you fucking we, we just got him and they beat everything why don't we just fucking go out there and kick his ass you know and he goes out there with blue blocker and he gets his shit pushed in fucking cuts the t- like what Bacchus Rath sword cuts the tonfa and all that shit just to really solidify ah space metal the best yeah. you know <laughs> the fucking best dude cuts through everything cut, cut right through that fucking tonfa like it was nothing and and you just like what the fuck what happened? We thought we were a team. If we were all together, we could have kicked his ass. And Chief is like, "No, you fucking suck. Follow me." <laughs> like you gotta bring it together. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna combine and hearts and mind as one in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Come to the waterfall. <laughs> like, cut like, cut these iron helmets in half. And then no one quite like you think. Well, I mean, they kind of do. They do kind of quite like like. What's this got to do? And he and Chief's response, Chief's answer to it is, "Hey, shut up." And that's it. That's that's and that's what going to work's like. <laughs> yeah. So, like every it, everybody out here that's listening that has a job knows what that's like. So, like, yeah, they have to cut these helmets, and it's like impossible. 
because the Kabuto, the samurai helmets, you, using katana to cut a samurai helmet, they're designed the way they are, you know, rounded, so a sword cut blow will glance off it. And in order to cut a helmet, you it has to be sharp, and you have to be on fucking point. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy feat. So, like, if they're focused enough to do this together, they're focused enough to put the fucking battle blockers together. Do you like the continuity that Shohei is the strongest, so he could cut through a little bit of the helmet? Mm-hmm. I did. I did notice that. I did notice that. The, 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 that was that was nice. That was a nice touch. Um. Oh, so okay. Like so, <laughs> most of my notes for this episode come from this part. I mean, it takes up the most. It takes up the most screen time of the episode, or like this. This goal. This is the goal for the episode, so obviously it takes up the most uh, real estate in your mind, right? But I have a bunch of notes on it that have nothing to do with the show itself. <laughs> because now, I went into a deep dive. Are you talking about the little boy part, where the little boy's trying to bring no, the no, space no. metal to you? No, nah, fuck him. Fuck him. He fucked up. He dropped it into the river. No, he didn't fuck up. Yuji dropped it into the river. Well, he Yuji- got. He got. He gave it to Yuji, and Yuji's like, oh shit, and it's gone. Well, wait, is that what happened? I felt like the kid fucking dropped it. In, in my mind, it was all that pretty I boy Yuji, like who's a member of Woe for the, no reason. The, the the fucking the Bacchus the Bacchus soldiers or the Baranoia so- soldiers fucking open fired on them with like <laughs> their MP40s. I uh, <laughs> which, those which dudes brought me back. Which for really robots, good. they can't shoot. <laughs> which brought me back. Like immediately, I was like, "Oh, I forgot these guys just use spears and guns." <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine a buddy had like a fucking Glock on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, imagine like, if Arn Anderson was a putty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he, like I, I don't know why. Like he just like you know you think of space weapons and shit. You know stuff going on, but no, like no, it's it's these these fucking robots just got guns. They don't even got robot space guns. They got. They got spears, sticks, and like World War Two era MP40s. It's it's really really fucking wild. But again, that plays hella into that old, you know, seventies uh, Sentai. You know, like it, it's it's very much of that. It's like the it's kind of almost anachronistic. You know, mm-hmm. a lot like the the Spider Man Sentai, where they just. To us, it looks so fucking weird to see Sentai Spider-Man with his watch and his with his mech and shit like that. You're just like, what the fuck? That's fucking weird. Why don't you just do the spider power things, you know? <laughs> like, but for for that like genre for that era, especially like it's just peas and pod, baby. God, I can't wait till they release that on DVD. Right, and it's it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's just funny. <laughs> it's really jarring coming back after a year and a half and just being like, all right, those, those, <laughs> those, those robots just run up on you. They don't, they don't like, like <laughs> love it. Love it. But yeah, I thought the kid dropped it in my mind. I remember the open fire and Yuji had to block him, you know, block the shots because, you know, otherwise his kids can <laughs> catch some bullets. And at that point, like the the like Yuji falls and the bridge, like you know the the kid falls and the kid drops. I don't know. The space metal's gone. The whole point it was just like a fucking red herring or whatever that's called. It's it wasn't the point. It's gone. Forget about it. But no, the thing that took up the most real estate in my mind and in this episode for me was the the Kabuto cutting, the helmet cutting, and I did a deep dive onto that because. I was like, I've seen this somewhere. I don't know where, but I've definitely seen this somewhere. I've seen this, like, whole fucking thing somewhere. And then I realized it was the Super Sentai thing where they show you the next episode at the end of the credits. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I saw it. (laughs) You saw it a year and a half ago. It was a year and a half ago. That's where I saw it, so... Uh, like all all this all this fucking googling I did was for fucking nothing, except it wasn't for nothing. I found some really cool shit on that. So that 
so that Kabuto cutting, like, in the same year, right? Fucking, uh, 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a fucking record-setting Kabuto cutting. Uh, like, a real one that happened in Japan. Yeah, really. Yeah, like, uh, I don't want to say it influenced, you know, this, the, the writers for this episode, but I'm gonna say it. It influenced the writers for this episode. I have to believe that because it happened like in February of that year, of the very same year O Ranger was being filmed, that like that happened. Probably. And you know who fucking did it? Who? Fucking Obata Toshishiro. You know who that is? I have no idea. Motherfucking Tatsu from Ninja Turtles. He fucking. Apparently, I, I I was, like, looking this up, and I was just reading about it, and I don't know his name by heart, obviously, because stupid American, but, like, I was reading this shit, I was like, oh, that's fascinating as fuck, oh, wow, it was record-setting, oh, cool, you know, like, just reading all about this, about this fucking guy who studies uh, the samurai arts and actually has created his own um, sword-based martial arts and shit like that really accomplished, so on and so forth, says his name, don't know his name, and they show a picture of the guy, and it's just fucking Tatsu. And I was like, what the fuck? That's Tatsu! (laughs) Yeah. This dude is legit! Tatsu, unbeknownst to me, and you, and maybe the listeners, maybe not, I don't know, but, like, that guy is, like, fucking real deal. He's fucking serious. Like, big dick swinging serious. Yeah, he, let's see. So his, like, bloodline is from... Oh, his his father was one of the head samurai generals during the Sengoku era. Not not, not, not his father, but the, I think it's his great... Like, his great... Because that, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, like, great-great-grandfather. Yeah, his great-great-grandfather was, yeah, was part of the... Was a general for the Takeda family. And, like, it's wild. Like, he's he's got a legit fucking bloodline, and he invented his own uh, sword-based martial arts called Shinkendo. Yeah. And he's... Yeah, like, it was just really fucking cool to see. And reading into the Kabuto cutting, like, how it's traditional, but one hasn't... One hadn't been done in so fucking long, and especially not, like... Um, not live, but, like, yeah, I guess live is the best way to put it, especially not done, like done and recorded and shit like that live. But yeah, he cut it and it was like a record breaker. And the whole art of this is that like it's um it's supposed to be like the sword maker, the blacksmith, and the armor maker, or the the sword maker and the armor maker are supposed to be like constantly at at. At, not odds with each other, but like, you know, it's that, I can't even think of any clever terms, but the whole point is like, the sword maker is supposed to make a sword that is incredibly strong, yet still able to pierce, like, you know, the, the thickest of armor. Well, the armor is supposed to, like, it was supposed to be, uh, withstand anything while still, well, without like, restricting anything on the wear. And so this constant contest of them fighting each other, it just improves the other, you know? The sharpest sword is made, now the strongest armor is made, the sharpest sword is remade, and then, you know, the strongest armor is remade, so on and so forth. And this whole Kabuto cutting shit was symbolic of that. Because it is it is the unstoppable force meets the immovable object thing. It means like a whole... It's like a big fucking deal. <laughs> it's a big fucking deal, and I couldn't. Po- I I'm not. I'm not possibly educated, nor. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm not. I, I'm nowhere near. Uh, educated enough to do it justice and and go into all of it about it. But the fact that this man was just quietly. Kind of like a modern just a legit modern-day samurai that we know as, you know, go, 
play. <laughs> like it's it's is fucking crazy. I don't know. I just think it's really neat. I think it's incredibly neat, and um, I love Tatsu. I've I've said on record before, and by on record, I mean like in my mind to myself because I've been in quarantine for two years. That when NECA makes a Tatsu figure, I'm getting it. So, uh, Papa Art, you, you're on top of that. I'm not. If you know about that, let me know. I would love to pick that up. I would love to be ready to pick that up. Because, yeah, if they make a Tatsu figure, I'm going to get it. And even doubly so now. I'm not getting two, but I'm like, you know, I, I'm, no, I'm going to get it even more now. <laughs> that still sounds two. like I'm buying more. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bite too. Yeah. Yeah. But no real fucking deal here though. Obata, man. That dude's a fucking G. And like seeing the, the cut helmet and uh seeing the pictures from it, seeing the cold ass fucking autographs that are out there of this man. And he's still he's still doing it today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when's the last time he cut a helmet, but I'm sure he could if he fucking want to, but he's but he's he's decorated like he's like eighty years old. He doesn't have the strength in him anymore. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> no, he's he's not that old. I think he's in his sixties. But he's born in the forties. Yeah, all right, all right. Think you're hot shit with your fucking my Google machine. Yeah, with your goofs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. Make me look like fool, huh? Make me look like. <laughs> Make me look full, cause fucking correctly state number. Mm. Googles. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they cut these helmets. They combine their hearts and minds, and they they're able to make uh the what's they they make O blocker. O blocker, yeah. O blocker, O blocker. Oh, that's a timely reference, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 2022 baby um they they make short work of Bacchus rat they cut the space steel and then they cut that motherfucker in half and uh ladies and gentlemen it's cool as shit but it's only that like... is the that is the finale of Bacchus wrath for this series it's cool as shit but it only takes up like three minutes of the whole show and i'm like it's Fuck. it's like if they I, could, if they could I, cut, if they could just trim the fat a little bit, I don't know, I don't know where it would come up. Maybe like the whole bridge, fucking soliloquy, fucking thing that was going on, where the kid was like, you know, it's like, wanted nah, to come, wanted to come through for you, oh Rangers. After all you've been through, after all I've been through, it's all for nothing. I lost the space medal. No, like, I think we expect too much, man. I think we expect a little too much because I rewatched Die Ranger in the year and a half and those mech battles are so cold. And like, if you think about the Jew Ranger ones, if you think about the Kaku Ranger ones, yeah. pretty much everything like the mech battles, it's, it's a big suit that doesn't move that well. I know. I know. Whatever I know. suit actor saying... they put in Die Reno really did a disservice to every suit actor after that. <laughs> <laughs> by being so awesome yeah it's true it's true and i'm not expecting like a fucking you know i'm not expecting like a you know gonna give me a solid ass 25 minute classic with all of these two two dudes and boxy ass costumes like i know one one is made of rectangles the other is one sphere i know yeah. that you're not gonna get like extended footage of them fighting and and the the, the reasonable rational me knows that that like the coolest shit is only gonna be about three minutes long i yeah. understand that I understand that, but fuck, man. I don't no. know. Maybe I was just, like, not about the kid crying on the bridge, because I was not about the kid crying on the bridge. I was just Well, like, you know my stance on children is, yeah. uh, it's too much. And when I was watching the, when I was watching the final mech battle, my real thoughts on it was, oh, that's it? Mm -hmm. 
but at the same time, like, I, I, I don't think it was even completely the mech battle. I think it was that there was no movement in O-Blocker. He put the swords together, and he did a big slash, but he stood in the same spot. Like tree. Yeah. Which is like, uh, one of the, the ultimate uh, fighting styles. Stand like, like, stand like tree. Uh, move like wind. Stand uh, like tree, move like wind. The oh, that kind of sounded the like Power vaguely, Rangers vaguely racist somehow. I think against <sighs> indigenous people, but I have like eight percent in me, so maybe it's okay. <laughs> That's good for you. Yeah, <laughs> I may have um, more. Now. I don't know what it is. But one day I'll get it checked. Ancestry.com. Checked. That sounds like a fucking. Oh, I'm not doing. I'm trying to dig up and i'm not doing it ancestry.com give uh swap swap my fucking my mouth parts to see what's bumping just inside this dna yeah inside maybe you got a little choriki in you <laughs> and that seemed racist saying choriki that was a show reference can't win the white man can't win <laughs> god damn it once again the <laughs> always always falling victim the white man the downtrodden you know always fighting uphill yeah. uh <laughs> uh yeah, like that that whole thing just didn't seem right to me. And like the Power Rangers version of it, Bacchus Wrath or uh, King Mondo got a little bit more work in because all he had to fight were giant versions of the Power Rangers. Yeah. But then again, uh, King Mondo was yeah. the villain the entire series of O Ranger, and he is dead. He, like, did. he did he got he got he got cleaved by that big fuck oh my god that's oh, that finisher is so fucking sick like i've seen it dozens of time in my life but just the i don't know maybe the, the, the really i i think that the o-blocker finisher is pretty lame really you don't like, yeah you don't like the combine and then the make one big energy fuck combined or fucking spears and hearts into one giant Energy sword, energy donger. Yeah. No, when you've got when you've got red puncher, and when he combines with the, I don't even remember what the O Ranger Robo is. Maybe that's what it's called, O Ranger Robo. O Robo. Uh, when you've got that one in comparison to O Blocker, I think that, like, it's kind of blown away. I mean, by opinion. Even since seeing Zeo, is that O Blocker probably should have been the first robot? Yeah. In the Zeo Megazord, O Ranger Robo, whatever it is, with Red Puncher and Pyramidus, it should have been the final form. Zeo, like a lot of, not enough respect is put on Zeo's name with what they did with the O Ranger stuff, with the O Ranger mm -hmm. footage. Because, yeah, you're right. They made the right move. You know, they made the right move with, with the order of things. They made the, they made they made some scenes um, or like I don't know I don't know who was behind that, but like just by taking the, you know, the part where fucking Goro loses control of the fucking of um, what was it, Red Phoenix? What is it called? Yeah. Yeah. You're losing control, you know, flies in the fucking paralysis, and they're just like, you know, fuck that. Tommy sucks. That's why he flew into that. <laughs> yeah. That was completely his own. That was user error. Um, no, like. O Ranger, at this point, you say, like, it's not a, it's not a, uh, a strong Sentai. It's strong in areas for sure. Um, and there's episodes that are leagues better than other episodes. Um, in this series, 
but Zio, the fact that may the fact that like I don't know, I gotta give him like I I I always loved Zio. But now I'm like I love it even more from like a uh, production or creative standpoint, whatever you want to call it, where they just I don't want to say they took shit and made Shinola because it's not shit; it's just okay. But they took okay and they made it. They they still managed to make like a wildly entertaining show out of it, you know. Um, yeah, they they work some magic with it. They works they definitely work some magic, and I think. If the process is they have writers go in, I imagine it's something like this. If the process is they have like writers watch the show or showrunners watch the show, oh Ranger, you know, like not all of it, but some of it, you know, go and go through the bullet points and shit like that, and they come back and they make something with that knowledge and the footage, and they do some incantations, and we got a Power Ranger show, right? Uh. I give him a lot of credit for the end result because the end result is like leagues better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Oh, and just to let y'all know, we're not doing power Rangers for quite a while. We got to figure that out. We got to figure yeah. that out. So, so just, yeah. we're going to, we're going to be a Sentai podcast for the time being. We, we have gone full elitist. I mean, which which is okay, because uh, I don't really enjoy watching Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been made harder knowing that every single one of them's a piece of shit. Yeah, there is just a lot of them. A lot of them are. Or if not, like, a lot of them and by sheer numbers just some of the figureheads you know a good amount of the figureheads are like really just fuck when when you got me going at least steve cardenas you know probably wasn't at <laughs> when you had me going at least steve cardenas probably wasn't at the fucking insurrection that's a bad that, that we're in a bad timeline <laughs> when, when, when i'm rationaling like why i should ease up on Steve Cardenas because there's much, much worse, you know, as far as Power Rangers uh, actors go. That's a bad timeline, dude. A real bad timeline. Um, so yeah, maybe, like, you know, a little, there's a little bit of that, too. There's a little bit of resentment and bitterness. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get over it, and, and, and we'll get over it. I'm sure around the same time <laughs> the entirety of the, of the Power Rangers, uh, catalog winds up on same on some streaming service i think it'll coincide uh real nicely <laughs> yeah we'll do a little bit of sentai maybe we'll get back to power rangers at some point yeah <laughs> um but uh if you want to head over to our patreon we'll definitely be doing legend of the white dragon and shitting all over that movie oh yeah yeah, oh, uh, yeah. you sound like you're looking forward to that oh yeah well i'm looking forward to i in no way, shape, or form want to watch that fucking movie. But if we're watching that movie, strictly to just come on here and just just be petty pieces of shit for for around, you know, 60 minutes, yeah, man, I'm up for that. Yeah. I, lo I love being petty. <laughs> <laughs> I adore being petty. It's not... It's not it's not always good for you, but sometimes let yourself be petty a little bit, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Don't don't take your, don't drag your shit on the fucking Twitter or whatever, you know, and, and fucking be there. But like, have have yourself like a little petty kickback. Maybe you got what? Like, I think people should have designated friends that are like, oh, that's that's the dude I get petty with, where we just talk mad shit amongst ourselves, you know about things that are inconsequential and have no bearing on our lives whatsoever, you know? I think, yeah. I think I think you should have, like, one of those friends. And and if you do have one of those friends, just kick back with them and just, just shoot the shit for a while, talk mm -hmm. the shit. And, and that's what we're going to do, but it, it's only we are going to put it <laughs> on a social platform for people to for people to hear but yeah. but you got to pay us for it but you got to pay us that's a see there's the difference there's a difference it's a fucking 
<laughs> we monetize it. We and, talk, and, we talk shit, becomes, but we don't do it for free. <laughs> yeah, we monetize it and make it like make it um, a professional avenue. You know, then that's different. That's different. You know, it's a, it's a whole thing. The whole thing. Like, yeah, I I would like to do shit on that. That would be fun. Um, but so. Uh, Power uh, what do you, itself, we'll get back to eventually. Yeah. So what do you think about that uh that little pig boy, Bulldone, saying that he's gonna get revenge? Oh I mean I like well, we'll see. You know, we'll see what that, that involves, but come on, man. You know, the next episodes are kind of the episodes of Power Rangers that are the ones that when you were a kid you were like, Oh shit, it's the Louis Kaboom episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Louis Kaboom, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like slipping full into kayfabe and just being with it without any, and and kind of just forgetting any prior knowledge of of uh, of uh, Zio, or forgetting any prior knowledge from the benefit of Zio. Just kind of like looking at it face value. I was like, yeah, you seem really angry, but I don't know, Bulldog. You're just like you're kind of like one one of those sad city snowmen, you know. <laughs> Lately, like not enough snow. We got this out of the gutter, you know. Like <laughs> we got this out of the gutter or whatever. We got this out of the fucking uh, storm drains, and we made ourselves a snowman. I know it sucks, but fuck off, you know. Like we we had a we had a technically we had a snowfall. Here's our snowman, and it's bulldog. You know, like it's just <laughs> talking about a city snowman. You could yeah, be yeah. talking about a Las Vegas snowman. Yeah, <laughs> once every uh fucking eight or twelve years. Yeah, you'll all we of get us a make quarter inch of snow just out there. Yeah, we make ourselves a little bulldog out of that fucking gray snow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that's like how you, you're not intimidating. I mean, you're a little fucking. He is definitely scary in the fact that he's his position, you know. And he's just like, if he wants something dead, his father makes it dead or whatever, you know. Like that's scary in of itself. But now, like his father's gone, I guess it's scary to think of him in charge. But I don't know. We'll see. See what fucking happens. Yeah, for sure. Little. <laughs> Uh, it must be the worst to to film in that costume. You're just on your knees the whole time, waddling around on your fucking knees, you know, emoting wildly, and just kind of bouncing and shit. And yeah. Having, who knows how many times you have to do those takes. Uh, hmm. it, it probably, it probably really, and like a lot of, a lot of outdoor scenes too. Just a, yeah. Like, honestly, On top just, of hills. Yeah, just honestly, just a, a fucked amount of outdoor scenes for the restrictions of that costume. <laughs> the American shots of that costume are the worst shots of any costume I've ever seen. <laughs> like, you can see the adult man's legs peeking out of the back of the cape. <laughs> Like, they at least take the opportunity gonna, in the Japanese yeah. footage to shoot him straight on. We're going to put you in some, we're going to put you in a in a hard foam sphere about the size of, uh, like, about the size of Louis Anderson's torso. And, and That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big sphere, though. But, like, to cram your whole self in? I don't know. Like, and, like, and we're not talking about, like, dimensions all around. We're talking about, you know, it's roughly... A, a fat guy's torso like and not but louis while being a fat guy wasn't the fattest fat guys they always exaggerated with the life of louis cartoon because I'm, I'm thinking about now they made a fat well i haven't seen him oh wait, wait that's not true because um that one fx show zach alifanakis with the where he plays the rodeo clown yeah he plays his mother in it. he does a great job in that. he does a great but he is pretty big mm-hmm. um <laughs> Uh, 
but yeah, like we're, just, we're gonna put you in a in in some hard foam, and we're gonna have you mean across. Uh, we're gonna have you mean across here on the 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 fucking Helen Pavilion in California. <laughs> just get on that fucking hill. Waddle around. Waddle. Waddle. <laughs> just you, like it. <laughs> you know what else is weird about this episode? Like this is a UG episode. But it's not really about anything other than, yeah, it's not really about anything. Like, there's, there's Yuji, like no memorable Yuji scenes in this. No, he's headstrong. I'll take you on headstrong. I'll take on anyone. You know? Oh man, we can't record after that now. Thank you so much for listening to our show. <laughs> we bring you new episodes every week here. No, come on, head no, on no, over no, to Patreon.com/slash/powerplay. <laughs> Make your point. <laughs> I'm saying, like, the whole thing is like, hey, hey, huge. You're a little, you're, you know, you're a little too fucking bullheaded with this. You know, like, I know you care a lot, but, like, you gotta harness that and use that empathy and, and, and fucking channel it in the right way. Then, like, like, it wasn't so much, hey, you five need to get right. It's saying, hey, Yuji, get with the rest of the team act right so i think that's how it was a ug episode a little a little bit where it was like more like yeah i mean do you think i think everyone is on the same page for the most part it's just ug is a little bit too um yeah just a little bit too pedal to the metal you know like he's just Uh, I don't even think he's pedal to the metal because like he just wants to be the star because remember the last time that we got a UG episode was the one where he was stuck in the uh, Kendama robo where he was excited mm. to get a new robo of his own. Right. <laughs> we made you. All right. Holy shit. He was that boy was too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was he, just he, like he, I could take I could take on Bacchus with the O blocker. He has genuine compassion and genuine empathy, but he does have like a little bit of a fucking hero complex or savior complex. Yeah, he's he's a jealous boy. You know what? He he made that little kid drop that space medal because he was too extra with that that shielding him from the the robot guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, lesson to be learned there, Yuji. Because everyone else is just like, yeah, like everyone else is never given an issue with like, yeah, Goro says what to do. He's the most experienced, and like, look at him, like that's, he's red. Yeah, he's red. We we fall in line. Yuji, yeah, Yuji hasn't really found his place there, and that this episode was more about bringing him in line with the rest of them instead of making them in line with each other. Like, I think they were all already pretty much in line. It's just, Yuji got to balance it out. And once once he was in there, and they're all together, whatever, you know, uh, uh, explain away some about fucking, what's the name of the energy? Choriki. Choriki, yeah, the Choriki energy and shit. Yeah, once, once, that's, once that's going... Yeah, yeah, like there. Explain it away. Like uh, once he's got like the the ley lines are straight now, or the ley lines are open. The Choriki flows. Cut the helmets. Make the fucking O blocker. Yeah. Chop the. Chop. Chop the the Bacchus. Yeah, chop the. (laughs) Yeah, chop the big Bacchus. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we're gonna end it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every week. We promise. Head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash power playthrough, where you can listen to so much stuff that you haven't heard. You get the hollow wicked stuff. You get, you get the January, you get, you get all the stuff coming up that we're not going to talk about. You get the video content even know you don't even know what you're gonna get which sounds like a horrible horrible advert but it's not you just not listening right you get that for five bucks a month and you know what and just like our boy fuck my face sean yeah 
you get your name set at the beginning of the episode for $10 a month. And you know what? Isn't that worth it? Isn't that worth Yeah, to hear Dan say that? Yeah. Dan said that. I did. And you could you could be the next one that Dan but, say. But if you want if you want the episode if you just want to listen to the content, head on over there. Five dollars. Get you everything. Well five it's five dollars. You can't even get a fucking uh foot long anymore for that. No, even the coupons are uh, like even the coupons are like five ninety nine foot long. Sorry, cut. We don't do that five dollars shit anymore. Yeah, uh, the you know uh, capitalism is it's a free market. Blah, blah blah. It's it's going unchecked. But you know what? You can do with that five dollars. You can go to my. I don't know who this person is. Uh, I'm talking to him. You 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 can come. You can come see me. On the Patreon and Dan, <laughs> and get just a bunch of fucking content, like a way lot. too much, just like way too much, like way too much, like in a fucking upsetting amount. This last year, Hall of Wicked was rough, and it lasted the whole year for us. <laughs> we did, <laughs> but that's for you because we love you. Yes, <laughs> and. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. Head over to rainer.bandcamp.com, breakcheck.bandcamp.com to get yourself digital downloads of all their music. You can also get merch there. You know, spend a little money. Uh, in 2022, in 2021, y'all got arrested for Rainer. But in 2022, we want you to put a finger to the sky and do it for them. Sabu salute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it for the boys. Yeah. We love you. We'll see you next week. And uh, I don't. I don't remember how we end these. So, uh... bye. <laughs> Something like clever or funny. Something said here, or you know, it's after. It's after music. Oh. After the music, something was said. Do you have something clever or funny <laughs> to say? I already stopped recording. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. That's fine.